Hey guys, welcome back to another podcast. Let me just say really quickly before I start anything. I honestly am so glad that I found Anchor. Thank you, Robert, once again. I'm telling you, like, it's just... Honestly, you know what? This pandemic is messing with everybody's mental health, sis. Let me tell you. And um, I'm so happy that I have, like, another outlet. I mean, I have my YouTube and stuff, but sometimes I don't feel like filming. You know what I mean? Like, I have my Instagram pages. I have several pages, but I don't feel like taking pictures sometimes. And so sometimes it's just nice to just talk to you guys and um, do that. And so on a happy note, because I I really need that right now, we're going to be talking about Disneyland, Disneyland, um, some of my memories and stuff. And we're going into... Tomorrowland. Now, I actually just found out this information, one from my father and then two from online, that apparently Disney is now doing away with the annual pass program for a little while, Um, which to be honest, I I saw that coming like, I would say the middle of last year. I kind of got the vibe that that was going to happen just because we don't know how much longer things are going to be the way that they are. Um, and we don't know, you know, hopefully with vaccines rolling out and stuff, um, and people getting vaccinated, things will be, you know, I don't, I'm not saying back to normal because what is normal? Like, I don't, I don't understand when people say getting back to normal. What is normal? What is normal for anyone, honestly? Um, but uh, maybe getting back to some type of like familiar ground, I guess. Um, So I figured that was going to happen because we're just like, we're not there. And I don't know when we're ever going to get there. So it makes sense for theme parks and things to do away with passes, especially if they're not even open. Um, Like, you know, you can walk through California Adventure, like, you know, partly, but you can't actually like get on rides and stuff. So I don't see the point in them having the passes anyway right now, Um, because pretty much everyone who's going down there, they might have passes, but what good is your pass if you can't get on things and you know do character meet and greets and stuff so I can kind of see why they're doing away with that at least for now it's not permanent it's not forever um it's just for now until you know I think they can get we as people can get a better grasp on the situation and and you know the 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 ins and outs and do's and don'ts even if we have to live with you know COVID god forbid uh for the rest of our lives and that's just if that's something that just will always be here um hopefully it becomes less of a threat to us like you know the flu or a cold or something like that over time obviously not right now but over time that's something but for now because we don't know you know anything we don't even know how you know well the vaccine is going to work um I mean I hope I'm hoping it does I'm, I'm hoping it's great, but you know what I mean? We just don't know yet. There's a lot more that we don't know than we do know is what I'm trying to say. So sorry to, to start on that note. Um, that was dumb of me. Anyway, getting back to um, Disneyland. I am so sorry. I really apologize. Um, getting back to Disneyland. I'm going to talk about Tomorrowland in this in this one. I'm going to talk about in this particular episode. Um, Tomorrowland rides, I think, and then we'll go into my experiences in Tomorrowland and some of my favorite memories, because I have a few. I I do. Um, The rides in Tomorrowland, what I love about Tomorrowland is like, you know, it is the world of tomorrow. I felt like Walt Disney really loved this part of the park. And I felt like even though Walt Disney loved, you know, the ways of the Old West and he loved fantasy, I think tomorrow he was always looking at the future. He was always looking to the future. And I think that is why... 
Tomorrowland has always been so cool to me is because I knew that it was something special to him. And I think um, a great way to to understand that is with the uh, building of Epcot. Even though Walt wasn't alive when Epcot was finally finished, he did put a lot of you know thought into Epcot. And I think he was always interested in what happens next in the future. I think we're all interested in that. I think every probably every single one of us have always been or not always, but at one point in our lives, we're interested in the future. You know what I mean? Some other things, maybe not, but definitely the future. I think a lot of people were interested in space and spaceships and rockets and things like that. And so I think, like, I think every every one of us probably has had like a dream of being like an astronaut or or doing something, you know, um, out out outer world or whatever. Like for me in school, learning about the planets and the gas planets, and I was always in love with Saturn. Saturn was always. One thing, my favorite letter is the letter S. I love the letter S, but um, I just love Saturn because it had so many rings. And um, <clears throat> I remember looking at that planet and seeing pictures of it and being like, this is beautiful. Like, I would love to go there. You know what I mean? Like, that's another thing too about it. It's like, you know, once you're out there, what happens next? You know, can you go to Mars? Can you go here? What would what would life be like on other planets? Like, there's so many questions. And I love that Walt was so interested in that. And that's, you know, where Tomorrowland really comes from. Um, and the rides in Tomorrowland, they're, you know, they've changed over the years. I'm not, in this one, I'm not gonna talk about rides that were there and that are not there. I can do a whole like podcast on that and talk about Disneyland, Disney World rides that once existed but don't anymore. Um, but what I'm gonna talk about is what's currently there and even some of the changes that that's gone through. So currently in Tomorrowland, there are, let me see, one, two, um, Five. Um, I think there are like five. There are technically five rides. No, six. <laughs> there are technically six rides in Tomorrowland, but I'm gonna kind of say seven, only because the Matterhorn. I understand the Matterhorn is like Fantasyland area, but to me, and well, I mean, it doesn't really fit the theme of tomorrow, does it? Like not at all. So yeah, I'm just gonna. It's just gonna say. It's just gonna say in Fantasyland. I've always kind of put it in both parts of the park, but now that I'm thinking about it, I'm like, there's nothing. There's a nothing Tomorrowland about that ride, so maybe not. Um, I think the only thing that is like Tomorrowlandish about that ride is fun fact: the the uh, the bobsleds that you get on in in uh, in our Matterhorn are the same. Well, not the same, but they're very similar, similarly made to the um, the ride, like the vehicle in Space Mountain in Florida. Uh, Florida does not have a Matterhorn. If you guys did not know that, Florida does not have a Matterhorn. They do have something like the Matterhorn, which to me is even better than the Matterhorn, and that is going to be Expedition Everest in the Animal Theme Park. Um, I love that ride. Dude, I, my, the trip before this last trip that I had to Florida, I went on that ride. I'm not even kidding you. I went on it eight times in one day. Now, mind you, that was pre-Pandora. So Pandora wasn't there and all they really, they had like some other rides that were cool too, but Expedition, Expedition Everest is my favorite roller coaster that I've ever been on. Like I said that. I love Expedition Everest. It is such a fun ride. Um, I went there a few years ago too with my ex and we went on it together and even he was like that ride was amazing even like he doesn't even care for roller coasters at all but he loved that ride because it was really fun we got on it several times it was it was a blast um but anyway so I guess I'm not going to consider <laughs> the Matterhorn part of that and it's just part of uh Fantasyland but I will talk about that for a second Matterhorn is is a really interesting ride I me and the Matterhorn have had some history because I actually have like a few back problems. So <laughs> rides like the Matterhorn that are very jolty. Um, 
I don't do well on those. They're fun. It can be really fun, but it also is kind of really uncomfortable. Indiana Jones has moments where it's uncomfortable for me too, but not as much as the Matterhorn because at least in Indiana Jones, I can sit upright, even though you are like, it definitely jolts you more than any other ride. Um, it's not like Matterhorn where you're actually like, you're like, you're like deep in the seat, um, which I hate. Uh, so for me, the Matterhorn is always like, it's touch and go. But, um, even my friend Denisha, we, hi Denisha, what's up girl? Um, even when she and I would go together, we both like have back problems and, um, she would like, we would get off the ride and just be like, okay, I think, I think we're done. Like I wasn't as bad as her at that time, but as you know, the older you get, girl, your bones, your bones, your bones, sis. The older you get, the more you're like, yeah, that, that, that's not for me. So Matterhorn is not one of the rides. I get on frequently because of just the seating arrangement and the, the the bumps and stuff but it is a really really fun ride and I, I personally recommend getting on Matterhorn at night I love getting on at night um or even like during the fireworks because you can see some like because there's like outer like layers of it you can see the fireworks going off over your head and that is really fun it's a really fun time uh same thing with Big Thunder I would recommend doing those at those times um assuming big like I don't know because sometimes things change I know sometimes like they won't allow certain rides to, to be in operation when the fireworks are going on. I mean, Toontown is completely closed by that time, which makes sense. It's late at night anyway. But I mean, like, um, sometimes they will be like, we're not going to operate this ride because fireworks. But I've, I've gone on both rides during fireworks and they were both really, really fun. So I don't know if that's always going to be a thing when you go there um, or if that'll change when things reopen. But that was always a fun experience. Now, getting into Tomorrowland proper. So Tomorrowland has a few rides in it. There's going to be the Finding Nemo submarine ride, which has changed so many times over the years. I remember growing up as a kid um, and getting on the submarine ride. And that one, it wasn't always closed, but there was like, there was a good portion, I think of like my, my preteen years maybe, where it wasn't open anymore. Like it just wasn't open. Um, and so when they reopened it, I think uh, for Finding Nemo, that was that was kind of cool getting back on that again and seeing the differences. Like I still remember what it was like when I originally got on it and it was a very different ride. Like I think there were little, I think there were mermaids and stuff in there and like, like not real life, they were real life mermaids when the ride first like became a thing. Like when I say real life mermaids, obviously they were ladies and, and pretty little mermaid uh, outfits, but no, um, there were like, like I think mermaid like little characters in the ride um, at one point. I don't know why I keep thinking that the It's a Small World dolls, but they might've been the same dolls as the It's a Small World dolls. They might've been, but I do recall having like, there were actual like little mermaid doll figures in the, the attraction. I don't know why I remember that, but I do remember that. Um, I, I think that was an actual thing. Like, I don't think I made that up in my head. Like, I think I, I remember there being mermaids for sure. Like, and I think they were like similar dolls to the It's a Small World dolls, like for sure. I think that was an actual thing. Um, you know how sometimes you remember something, but you're like, the, the, like the, there's like faulty information in your memory because you're remembering a memory of a memory, if that makes sense. Like, it's it's crazy. Anyway, um, so there's that ride and that ride is fun. I don't get on that one often. I really, really don't. It, it's cool when you do get on it. Like, whenever I have like my, like my little cousins with me or someone who hasn't been on it before, like, you know, somebody who's just never been on the ride, it's fun for me to watch them experience the ride. But for the most part, it just, it really isn't a ride for me. And not even because it's an enclosed space, but that is part of the reason it's enclosed and you're like, you are so close to other people. Like rides like that during Rona just wouldn't be a thing. <laughs> they would not be a thing. But I actually know a few people who've worked that ride. So that's like, that's cool. Like to see some of my friends who've actually, like actually worked that attraction. That was, I, I know people who've worked pretty much every attraction in the park, but um, that was, it's really cool. Like one of the, some of the people that I hired in with, I knew, got jobs um there they were working that specific ride so that was that's cool um 
Next is Autopia, which I've always said Autotopia. I don't know why I've always said that. I think one of my friends had said Autotopia and that just stuck with me. Autopia, I think is what it's called. Like that's the actual name is Autopia. Um, that's a really fun one. That's one of the rides that have been around for such a long time in Disneyland. And I know there's been like tons of whispers about replacing it. Um, I know, I think it was replaced in Florida with the Tron uh, roller coaster, which I wouldn't mind. I really would not mind that being replaced only because I don't get on it. However, the Autopia. However, I can see why people would want to keep it because it's like the more um, rare rides become, the the more special they are. So for example, like there are now two resorts, I believe that have the Tron coaster. Um, And so having, well, I think there's like one setting. I don't even know if the Tron coaster is open yet in Florida. I know last time I went there, they were already building it. So I don't, I don't even know if that's a thing right now, but that just means one less park has Autopia. So again, it becomes kind of like a sort of a relic. So, um, or rarity. So it's like, I'm cool if they do. I'm cool if they don't, if that makes sense. I would love the Tron Coaster to come here. And I think there might even be another space for it here than there, like then Autopia. But I mean, if they have to get rid of Autopia, they have to get rid of Autopia. Like it is, it's not my park. It is what it is. So then you have, um, there's innovations, which I would say put put like Tron Coaster there as much of it as you can, put it there. But um, that's not a ride. Innovations is just like an area. I think it used to be um, the, I think it was the Carousel of Progress or something like that. I think that's what it used to be. Um, Florida still has theirs. And I recommend if you've never been on that before, you need to get on that. If you ever go to Florida, you need to. It is a must. Me and my dad, I'm not even kidding you. Me and my dad, we've gone on like two Disney World trips together. We will spend, like we will go on it several times. We will and just chill because it's fun. It's, it's the Carousel of Progress. is It's a really fun experience. Excuse me, drinking water. It's very, very fun. I would definitely recommend you guys um, getting on that and trying it. It, it, it was, it's, it's fun. It, it's fun. It's like moments with Mr. Lincoln a little bit in, in California, but it's better because, um, like, you know, it's a revolving room. So I love that. And then we have Space Mountain, of course, which again I've talked about before, and it's changed. You know. It's changed so much over the years, but Space Mountain is always a blast. It's always so much fun. And that's probably why it's one of the, the longest wait times in either California uh, Adventure or Disneyland. It's one of the, the, the longest wait times of the day because it's just one of those exhilarating rides. Like it's not the most exhilarating to me at all, but it is definitely fun. Like, and I like to hit, sometimes, sometimes I like to hit all my mountains. So I'll go Space Mountain, Splash Mountain. And that Splash Mountain is very rare for me. We'll talk about that later. It's very, very rare for me. Um, but then I go Big Thunder and then I go Matterhorn. So I hit all four mountains, like, which is another thing that I love about Disneyland is it has mountains in pretty much every part of the park. There's something different. It, they're never the same. You know, you've got Thunder Mountain, which is more of like the West. You've got Matterhorn Mountain, which is like bobsled it's, it's, it's like in the alps and stuff so it's cold and then you have space mountain which obviously is in space and then you have splash mountain which is like a water ride and like kind of like like not the frontier but like just like critter country so there's like four different mountains that represent something else and i think that's why that is probably why matterhorn is in fantasy land adjacent because it's like it's the only land that doesn't have a mountain besides toontown which is to me just a little section of fantasy land in my opinion um it, it's its own thing but it, it definitely is like it there's a reason why it's next to fantasy land hello so um but yeah there's that and then we have let me see I, oh i will say this i do remember getting on space mountain for um I want to say it was like the summer of color or something like that it was like world of color summer whatever when like the ride first opened they changed 
the track to like this the soundtrack to California Screaming and to um to Space Mountain and in Space Mountain they had like really cool like disco colored lights in there for that and that was really fun too um which is what I love I love when Disneyland has like these rare moments where the rides are like completely different even if it's just like for a summer because again it's a memory that you get to have it's a memory that you can share so like I remember the ride was like this and it's stories you can tell with conversations with people who maybe have been on it before like that who have never been on it before like that maybe they're new to the park or they just didn't go that year or whatever the case but it's really cool those are memories that you can share so and I remember one time uh Space Mountain breaking down when we were on it and that was a really cool experience like because they didn't have us get out we actually rode the rest of the ride like they just basically pushed our cart um and we just finished the ride like that it was so cool to see with all the lights on like it was it was it was trippy dude it was so cool like me and my friends we had a blast on it but this is the coolest thing ever because we've never seen i personally and i i know so much about disney and i've never seen space mountain like that before with all the lights on so that was and i've seen it now twice like that but that was so 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 cool um to see how it operates and how it works and and how close and far things are from each other it was it was an actual blast it was really really cool i think i might even have some footage of it on my instagram but i'm not sure i don't think maybe i don't i don't remember but i maybe i do i don't know water break again but that was really cool next let's get into um think let's get into let's get into buzz lightyear so buzz lightyear has the same kind of functionality somewhat of the storybook land ride so you're kind of going through like sort of a story except for this ride it's not it's well it's a story but it's not the same because it's interactive so you're actually interacting with buzz lightyear and you're having to shoot little z's throughout the ride and there are certain secrets to getting more points but i'm not going to go over that in this because i want you guys to find them yourselves i don't want to tell you what they are and maybe because i'll be going to disneyland with some of you eventually and you guys might use my secrets against me and win i can't have that so i can i have to be the king of the 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 astro blaster thing i have to especially if you're riding with me oh i have to be <laughs> no i'm kidding i really don't i'm not a sort of loser like that but i'm still not gonna take my secrets no thank you but anyway um like if you win you win because you're you're talented or because maybe you know the secrets too but i'm not going to tell you what they are straight up um but anyway like i love that ride it's a fun ride and buzz lightyear is one of my favorite characters so and sometimes you can actually meet buzz lightyear in Tomorrowland, so that's cool. But there are characters that like to hang out in certain parts of the park, which I love that too. I love that you kind of get to see certain characters. My dad has his alarm set to the uh, to Darth Vader, and Darth Vader you can meet there sometimes as well in Tomorrowland. So I thought kind of interesting. There's like a Jedi training academy thing that was there for a while. I don't know if it's still there. Um, but it, it's there and and also sometimes they have like concerts at night and stuff depending upon like what's going on. So sometimes Tomorrowland can turn up. Tomorrowland Terrace has has times where it turns up. I've been to a few different parties in Tomorrowland Terrace because they'll have like bands come up and it, it can be really fun. Tomorrowland is, is a really fun part of the park where something's always kind of going on, like the theater that used to play Captain EO, um, shout out to Captain EO. Um, <laughs> um, it has changed, like honey, we showing the audience. Um, they do sometimes movie trailers there. So it really depends on what they're doing. I know when Michael Jackson passed away, um, they brought Captain EO back for, for a few years again. And I, loved the show I remember seeing it when I was a kid and being terrified I because I was that kid like for so like I watched a lot of horror movies when I was a kid but I was still like afraid of like 
everything. So I was watching that special and I remember Angelica Houston, who I didn't know that was Angelica Houston until later. And she was like this creepy, like alien looking woman spider thing. And I remember just being like, I'm not cool with this. Like, and of course you had to wear the 3D glasses, which were really, really bad. And you had like this woman in your face. And I was like, I, I, what, like, I have to enjoy this? Like, no, like, uh-uh. So I remember as a kid not liking it. And then when I, you know, got old enough to get on it again, when it was back, I remember falling in love with it. And I was like, this is actually really cool. And, you know, obviously Michael Jackson is one of those, one of those iconic people who, you know, you grew up with, whether you liked him or not, you grew up with Michael Jackson, like somebody you know loved Michael Jackson, or he was just on something, be it like a Pepsi commercial, or he made an appearance in something, like you knew him. And I mean, his music and, and his, his inter- he's an entertainer and that's un- undeniable. He's the best in his field. Whether you like him or not, he, he is and and was the best in his field. I mean, his videos are just like, Thriller is, is something that used to scare me as a kid. And now I look back at it, I'm just like, that is a masterpiece. Like that is something that is so, that is freaking cool. Like that, I mean, I can see why there were generations of people that were so caught up with this man because of how, how cool he was. Regardless of what you think about him as a person, I would say as an entertainer, I don't think it gets better because of all the things he was able to create and the people he created with, like he worked with Steven Spielberg. He worked with so many other people who are also creative as well. And regardless of what you think about them personally, they do have really cool things that, that, you know, are in their repertoire. And the fact that he was able to say, I'm Michael Jackson, I've worked with this person, that person, and I have an attraction at Disneyland. That is really cool. And George Lucas as well, I think he worked with them too. Um, but that, that's really cool. That, that's really awesome. Um, so yeah, there's there's there was that, and then there's also um, I don't know why I'm, I was dropping. Oh, there's also Astro Orbiter, which Astro Orbiter is like Tomorrowland's response to uh, the Dumbo attraction. It's, it's it's the same kind of premise. You're just going around in a circle and you're shooting at things. In Florida, they also have a Dumbo ride. But they also and I think they have Astro Orbiter as well, but they also have Aladdin too in their Adventureland, and that one's really fun as well. So it's the same premise. You're just going around in a circle, and it's fun. It, it is fun. Um, I've been on it, I think, once in my adult life. Like, I went as a kid, of course, but in my adult life, I went on it once. I will never get on it again because I almost fell getting out. I did. I almost fell out of the attraction getting out because it's not like Dumbo. Dumbo, like, I recall Dumbo having, like, a door you can just get out of. It's not that hard. Astro Orbiter, I think you have to, like, lift yourself up or you have to, like, lift your legs over or whatever. And it's not like that was necessarily a problem, but I don't think I got the the gist of, like, sometimes I can be kind of dumb. I don't think I got the gist of how to get out correctly. And so I watched, like, one kid, like, just shoot out of his thing. And I was like, oh, that's all I have to do is just shoot out of it. And it, uh, yeah, mm mm-hmm. And I, it was bad. Like, I didn't fall, fall, but girl, it was messy. <laughs> it was messy. Um, <laughs> gosh, it was embarrassing too. Like, you know how, like, when like, you don't actually properly fall, but you know that you, you misstepped and it was a big deal. You know, like, the reaction on your face was definitely one of, like, oh crap, I'm about to do this. Like, that's what it was for me. I knew that I had misstepped and there was like a line full of people. So people saw my face. And my dad, I think, was there too. I think he was around. Me and him always go on Disneyland trips together. It's just, my mom sometimes comes too and those are fun trips um but uh my dad was there and uh I know that I made that face I know that I made that face and <laughs> also when I was on the ride I didn't realize that you can like go up and down yourself that you can just do it so I like dude th- okay I'm gonna tell you the story <laughs> I'm sorry I'm gonna tell you the story what actually happened so I got on the ride and like the ride you have there's a control where you can go up and down as you please right so or so I thought 
So I didn't, well, so I think, so I didn't know that that was a thing. So I'm doing what I'm supposed to do, right? But I'm staying low. And I was like, is it because I'm fat? Is that why I'm staying low? I didn't realize because I wasn't using the controls that I wasn't moving. So everybody else around me was going up and down and up and down. And I think manually it does go up and down a little bit, but it doesn't go as severely as you can make it go. So I'm just going around and I'm just like, oh, I don't see why everybody's above me. And I'm just like, it can't because I'm like the fattest person on this thing. Is that what this is? And then towards the end, my dad's like, are you going to use the controller or not? And so I used it and I was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going up and down. I'm moving. This and it was it was one of those things, you guys. Like that whole experience to me was like low key traumatic because that's just how embarrassing it was. So that's a Disneyland trip with me, everybody. Anyway, so lastly, I'm gonna talk about Space Mountain or Space Mountain. Hello, we did that. Um, Star Tours. So Star Tours um, is a Star Wars ride, obviously, and I think back in the day it was like presented to you by M and M's. So yeah, they're like. Disney over the years had some really interesting contracts, some really weird contracts with people. Um, I'm not even sure why M&M's was like part of that whole deal. I have no idea. But I do remember M&M's coming out with like a, like a Star Wars thing. I remember specifically seeing an M&M dressed up as Queen Amidala. I did not make that up in my head. I specifically remember an M&M dressed up as Queen Amidala. Like not in person. I think it was like on a TV commercial or like a TV spot or whatever. But I remember that because Queen Amidala is my favorite character in Star Wars period. I don't care what you say, don't give a crap. I love Padme Amidala and her outfits. I love her. Like, she is the original. She is the OG. No, she's not the OG. She is, like, the glamorous Pennywise. Pennywise who? Pennywise could never have her wardrobe. Could never. Could never. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. No, I'm not. Okay, so, yeah. Star Tours is a really fun ride. And I loved it when I was a kid. I really did. And growing up, like, I I just only fallen more in love with it. And you guys, I have actually been the rebel spy only one time. But I've actually, I, there was a point where I'm like, okay, this is fixed. Like, because mind you, there were years that me and my friends would go to Disneyland like almost every week. And even though we didn't always get on Star Tours, we got on it enough. I've been on that ride a lot. Like that's one of the rides that we would probably make, we would probably do almost every trip. Like certain rides we just wouldn't do, but so, like some rides we would do every trip. And majority of the time, hmm maybe half and half half and half of the time we would get on star tours half and half because it's just it's a simple ride and the ride like the lines weren't always bad for it like sometimes they are like during the summer and stuff but sometimes the rides like the lines aren't always bad for that the rides that we normally hit though almost every trip are going to be uh haunted mansion and Pirates of the caribbean like we might hit everything else but we're gonna hit those rides because they're just chill they're rides that you can chill and maybe it's a small world because we like chill rides we, we're the kind of people that just like to get on a ride and just sit there and just chill like we'll, we'll go for the bigger rides too for sure but we just like the chill rides i guess um and i like the jungle cruise but i like it at night during the day i just get irritated <laughs> except the one in florida i love the one in florida like i'm so biased when it comes to florida i am no i am like i have a bias i know that i do i know i know no i know that i have a bias for florida i love disneyland it's it's my home but i have a florida bias I don't care for the people, but oh, I love the cast members. I mean, the people like who live in Florida, um, which I guess are cast members too. Shutting up. Anyway, I don't care for the people in Florida because I think they're kind of strange. And this comes from California, so I know I'm strange to you. But I definitely love the, the Florida resort. Like, uh, yes, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> uh, where was I? Oh, sorry. <laughs> So anyways, um, getting to uh, Star Tours, it's, it's a really fun experience. And like I said, it's, it's changed as I've grown. And that's really cool too. Like they, I think they, the last update, I think, came with the last 
Skywalker. I think that was, or was it? Or The Rise of Skywalker, I'm sorry. Those the last two movies, their titles, I was getting confused because there's The Last Jedi and then there's The Rise of Skywalker. I don't know why I was called The Last and the, the Last Skywalker. Don't, I don't, I don't know. Stop, I'm sorry. Anyways, so, you know, I would get on that ride and it's changed so much and I like it. I think it's really cool and I, I like how it switches up and it's added something from the prequels the original trilogy and then the sequels and hopefully maybe even soon the Mandalorian. I would not be surprised if the Mandalorian is going to be a part of that ride too. I just wouldn't. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's a fun experience. It's fun Star Wars ride. And I like, I know for a long time people were afraid that the ride was going to get removed or placed in Galaxy's Edge. I kind of like that it isn't or it hasn't yet so far because it's kind of like a little if you don't want it like if you don't want to do the galaxy's edge thing you don't have to it, it, but you still like star wars you don't have to because you kind of get like a, a treat anyway like outside of star wars land you get like a treat and that's cool it's like going to california adventure and getting on a little mermaid ride even though you know ariel tends to hang out in 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 uh the royal hall across the way in disneyland you're still getting a fix from of ariel like even, even though you don't get to see her you know sometimes in california adventure because she likes to hang out with her girls you still can get an ariel fix on this side of the park it's kind of like that instead of having to go into galaxy's edge where you know there's going to be long lines of people to get on star wars stuff you kind of have this star tours thing and then you can still get on like space mountain right next to it which sometimes is star wars themed as well so i don't know like i, I love it I, I think it it deserves to stay where it is i don't see a reason to move it um and i think the fact that they keep up dating it to keep up with the times is just it's perfect so well guys that's the end of this one um the next time i will talk about some of my experiences in tomorrowland so you guys kind of get like my vibe of it i really do love tomorrowland it's one of my favorite parts of the park i mean i love them all you're gonna hear me always say that um and i love one of so each land i've noticed has a restroom that like almost nobody uses and those restrooms are so nice because i guess nobody uses them not to say the ones that are being used all the time aren't nice i think disneyland uh bathrooms are well kept but I, every time i'm in tomorrowland i always think about this restroom because i love the tiling on the floor i believe it's like black and white tiling i just like the tiling it's so weird and it's just kind of deserted i don't know what that has to do with anything i really just don't but it's like a nice size bathroom that's deserted another one i really like is in Fantasyland, and it's going to be the one that's like the queen of hearts one the alice in wonderland bathrooms um where the cheshire cat is like, i the male bathroom in there is really nice i don't know why i'm talking about bathrooms no idea but um just i guess a heads up for when you guys go if you guys because there's crowded bathrooms dude like the ones everybody knows about, those bathrooms are always crowded. Like, oh my gosh, you can never, like, I can never just go in peace. But there are certain times, there's certain places in Disneyland, people don't even think there's a bathroom here. Oh my gosh, so chill. So like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do a whole thing about that, where to go. I'll do like do's and don'ts. How about that? I'll do like a whole podcast of Disney do's and don'ts. Sound like, or an episode. Sound like fun? I think so. All right, guys, I will see you next time. And yeah, peace.